It's timely. It's insightful. It's motivating. It's empowering. It's time with Fred, your inspirational broadcast with host Fred Gaddy. Good evening and welcome to tonight's edition of Time with Fred. I trust that wherever you may be watching from today that this this finds you well. Um, we're still going through uh, this crisis and and I just want to say that if you're if you've been impacted negatively in any way or a family member or friends uh, life has been impacted in any way that that my prayers are with you I had to say this because a little while ago we received news that one of our, uh, our friends dad um, has just passed as a result of this this crisis and and um, it, it's real it's, it's it's serious we don't want to um, dwell so much on it but we don't want to minimize it either um, so if you're out there and you're watching and your life's negatively impacted I just want to say that I'm praying for you um, and your family um, if you've been impacted in any way that you find the strength and the confidence um, that you need to deal with whatever um, you may be going through right now so tonight I want to take some time to, to talk about two things, right? My book, my upcoming book, and for those of you who may already know, I've been working on this book for, for a while. It's actually been six years now um, since I started writing this book. It's been put on hold, it's gone through different iterations, and, and I feel like this is the time. The time to release this book is now. Uh, so as I speak, I'm getting ready to submit this manuscript to the publisher. Uh, I will keep you posted um, on, on how things go, but I expect that not too long uh, from now would be would be um, this book would be released. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. But the title of the book I, I started when I started writing it, it had a different title. I think it was Dare to Become, and then it it went through different um, title changes. But but the title of the book, uh, as it stands now, is Believe, Dare, Become. Believe, dare, become. Three simple words, uh, but then when put together, becomes a powerful statement. What you believe and what you dare influences who you become. What you believe and what you dare influences who you become. What do I mean by that? Our beliefs have to do with our mindsets, our experiences in life, our upbringing, um, our, our social or cultural constructs, right? All these come together to form our belief system or what we believe. And then what we dare, which has to do with the actions that we take, then influences who we become. So if you think about it, where you are right now or who you are right now is a culmination of your belief system, what you've believed so far, and the actions that you've taken. And so that's really what the title of the book is. Believe, dare, become. What you believe determines what you dare, which then influences who you become. So that's really the, the overarching theme of, of the book. And the book has several lessons um, in the form of questions. There are the 15 chapters, all in the form of questions that address specific topics. But the one I want to talk about tonight, what defines you? And I, I, I believe I've done a teaching on this in a, in a previous show, but what defines you is a question that I want to, I want to ask you 
And if you think about the question, what defines you, you'd realize that it's not, it's not as simple as it seems. For a lot of people, what defines them has to do with either their, their job or, or their title or their occupation or their, you know, um, what people have said about them or their past failures or experiences, which, which is true to some extent. But defining ourselves based on our jobs or title or occupation or, or experiences or past failures or, or opinions of others is somewhat myopic. Why do I say that? While your job or your title or your experiences may have had a significant impact on your life, it does not define you. So allowing yourself to be defined by all those things is, is short-sighted. If you're a teacher and you teach, that is your job, that is your title, but that's not who you are. Think about it for a moment. As a teacher, your job is to teach. That's your title. But who you are has to do with your purpose, what you're placed on this earth to do. So if, you're, if you happen to lose your job as a teacher, you've lost that means by which you do your job. But it, it's, it doesn't take away from you because who you are is intrinsic and not extrinsic. One day on my drive to work, I was listening to the news and this man who had been laid off work was describing what he was experiencing and he was telling the news reporter at the time that losing his job felt like losing his self-worth. And, and it struck me, it hit me. Why would this man think that way? I, I, I get it, but look, we, we're, we all need our jobs. We all, we all need the money. We need to take care of our families. We need to, don't get, don't get me wrong with that. But allowing your self-worth to be taken away because you've lost your job shouldn't shouldn't be something that you, you you allow in your life. Yes, you've lost your job, you've lost your income, and, and all of that, especially if you're if you're a breadwinner of your family. But you shouldn't allow the fact that you've lost your job or allow your job to define you. And so it was at that point that I felt like reaching out to, to this man. I wish I could really just touch him to say, look, I understand where you're coming from. I know it's painful, especially if you're the, the breadwinner of your family and you're the only person who brings the income. I know it's not a pleasant situation, but you shouldn't allow the fact that you've lost your job to define you. There's so many millions of people going through this right now who've lost their jobs. Some are taking it well, some not so well. While it's painful to lose your job right now, that should not define who you are. What defines you has to do with your purpose or what you're placed on this earth to do. You will find another job. You will get through this. But allowing the job loss to drive you to the point where you're losing your value as an individual shouldn't happen. And I know it's easier said than done. There's probably someone watching saying, Fred, you have no idea of, you know, you have no idea what it feels like to lose your job. So it's easy for you to say, I, I get it because I've had experiences in my life where I've allowed circumstances to define me. The year was 1988 
and I'm not comparing what I'm about to share with you with, with losing your job, but I'm trying to contextualize this for you so you, you have an idea of the point I'm driving at. So the year was 1988, and I was in sixth grade at the time. And I was asked to be part of a, a, a poetry uh, recital club. This was an event that we're about to perform for the whole school. And I, I didn't like to speak in public. I was a bashful, very bashful and shy sixth grader. And so it got to my turn. Well, you know, taking turns, it got to my turn. And I, as I opened my mouth to speak, I felt my words. I felt that I was choking on my words. I couldn't, I couldn't bring out the words. Um, I allowed my emotions to get the better of me. I was so nervous that when I started to say my lines, I just started to cry. And it was a very painful experience because here were other people, you know, part of the group who just turned and started looking at me and I'd never felt so humiliated in my life. And that's when I thought to myself that I was a failure. And I was never going to be able to speak in public. I hated this. And I, I struggled with this throughout my teenage years. I allowed that experience to define me to the point where I thought of myself as a failure for most of my teenage years. But it wasn't until I decided to confront that fear, to change or to do something about that fear, that I was able to overcome it. So I share this to say that regardless of whatever negative experience you've had in your life, do not allow that negative experience to define who you are. It may be a job loss. It may be a loss of a loved one. It may be a financial crisis. It may be that you've lost your business. As painful as that experience may be, do not allow that to define you. You see, what defines you is your purpose. So whilst you may have lost your job, while you may have lost your business, while you may have lost a loved one, and I get it, this is a very sensitive issue. You shouldn't lose your purpose. You shouldn't lose that intrinsic value that is in the, in the inside of you. Why? Because you can bounce back. You can bounce back from whatever situation you're going through. If you confront that crisis, if you confront that belief system, so if you allow that belief system to govern you or to run your life, you're going to live your life at the mercy of whatever belief system that you've allowed into your life so far. I remember as a teenager, one time I come back home and I was so hungry. Teenagers, you know, that's what we do. We eat a lot. So, so I'd, I'd come back home and just went to the refrigerator and I opened the refrigerator and the only thing that I could find at that point was a was a was a can of milk and, and I, I I grew up in a very modest family um, I, I we didn't we weren't rich uh, my parents worked hard to to provide for us so I um, I say this to provide that that context so I, I I took that can of milk and I fixed myself a bowl of, bowl of cereal and I I poured <laughs> more than my fair share, to put it that way, of milk. And so my dad came back and realized that the, the can was, was, was half empty and he made a statement that I'd never forget. He made the statement that I was gonna grow up to appreciate how expensive it was to afford a can of milk. And the thought hit me. And dad said this, he wasn't mean, he wasn't upset at me, but he was saying this 
because of his own upbringing, because of his own beliefs, because of his own constructs, because in dad's mind, that, that's what he knew. He didn't grow up rich either. And so he grew up, you know, managing and skimping on, on stuff. So by he making that statement, he was expecting me to, to continue down that path, right? That I was going to grow up and, and struggle, I guess, to put it that way, to be able to afford or take care of my family. And I remember as clearly as I could that I had to refute that statement mentally. And I told myself that I was not going to grow up to struggle to afford a camera. I say this not pridefully, but I say this to underscore the fact that when you allow some of these belief systems or some of these constructs to take root, to become a part of who you are, they end up governing your life. And so I, did, I decided, I told myself I was not going to grow up and I was not going to live in mediocrity. I was not going to live in lack. I was going to be able to provide for that family. That kind of milk was not going to be uh, a big deal for me. And I'm sure some of you can relate, perhaps growing up, you, you lived through some challenging times where, you know, that there, was, there was scarcity, right? And so that scarcity mindset, I know quite a number of people who still go through, even though they have the ability to afford whatever they can, they still live in that scarcity mindset because that is part of the belief system. So thoughts like that or statements like that or beliefs like that can become a stronghold that governs you for the rest of your life until you learn how to confront those mindsets, until you learn how to, to challenge those mindsets. You're going to end up living your life based on those mindsets. So again, when I ask you what defines you, I want you to think back, perhaps look at your own life and, and ask yourself, what have you allowed to define you up until now? Is it an experience you went through whilst growing up? Is it an experience you went through in your relationship? Is it an experience you went through financially? Or maybe an experience you went through um, with a spouse? Or words that may have been said by a spouse or a friend or, 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 or something that you created yourself that you live by? What defines you? And it's important that we challenge those mindsets. We, we challenge those beliefs to make sure that they're not causing us harm. There's a story that I read about a baby eagle that fell from the nest of its mother one time. And a, and a farmer, a chicken farmer, found this, this baby eagle and brought it home and raised this, this baby eagle with, with part of the chickens, uh, chickens that, that he had. And so a friend of this farmer heard about the baby eagle that was being raised like a chicken. And so he came to the farmer's house just to see if what he had heard about was true. And lo and behold, he came and found this baby eagle pecking around, you know, the yard and, and, and just playing with the chickens like it was a chicken. <laughs> I guess that's the sound chickens make, right? And so this friend of the farmer was troubled by that because he knew how eagles, you know, were. Eagles don't 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 flock. Eagles soar. So he he took the eagle out of that chicken coop and and held it in its hands and told the eagle, "You're you're you're an eagle. You're made to fly. So stretch forth your wings and fly." And the baby baby eagle looked at this at this farmer's friend and flew right out of his hands. And then I landed back right with the chickens again and started just pecking around like a chicken. 
This farmer's friend was disappointed. He went home, thought about it, came back the second day, and was still very determined to help this ego deconstruct or challenge its belief system. And so this time it placed it on a fence and said the same thing, told his ego, you're an ego, you're born to fly. So stretch forth your wings and fly. Wouldn't you know it, the baby ego flew right from where it was and then landed back in the chicken coop again. His farmer's friend was really disappointed. He was like, no, that, this can't be, this is an ego. You were made to fly. And so a week later he came back and then took the baby eagle again, this time out of the chicken coop and went a far distance away and placed the baby eagle at the foot of a mountain and told the baby eagle the same thing. You're an eagle, you're born to fly. So stretch forth your wings and fly. The baby eagle stretched forth its wings slowly but surely and then lifted off and then started sawing into the sun never to come back into that farmer's yard again. What this farmer's friend did was to challenge, how this ego challenge the mindset or the belief system that it was raised by and helping it discover who it was, helping it discover its purpose by realizing that it wasn't born as a chicken, it wasn't raised a chicken, it was a baby ego. If this farmer's friend had not challenged this ego to think or to challenge its belief system, it probably would have lived the rest of the rest of his life as a chicken. If this farmer hadn't helped this ego challenge its own belief system that it was not a chicken, perhaps this ego would have lived the rest of its life as a chicken. Until you challenge some of those mindsets, until you challenge some of those beliefs, until you challenge some of those constructs that you've been used to or that you've been raised with or that you've lived with all this while, you're going to find yourself living a life way below, way below your potential. Like I did. Until I challenged my fear of public speaking, until I challenged or learned to challenge the notion that I was not a failure, I'd have lived my adult life still afraid of speaking in public. Now, am I saying this is going to be easy? Absolutely not. It certainly wasn't easy for me. It took a while. It took it, it took a long time, really, to be able to, to overcome that fear of speaking in public. And to, th to think that today I call myself an inspirational speaker. I've spoken to churches. I've spoken in schools. I've spoken in, in front of CEOs. I've spoken, I've spoken in front of executives. It didn't happen overnight. I have to learn to challenge that belief system. And that's what the message tonight is. That's what I want to leave you with tonight. What defines you? What belief systems have you bought into? What experiences have you allowed to hold you down up until now? And what can you do about it? See, there are four ways to challenge those belief systems. And I call this the DARE principle, and you may have heard me talk about this before or in the past. D-A-R-E, DARE. What does that mean? It's an acronym. And the first letter D means to decide. 
to be able to challenge your belief system or to challenge any constructs or to challenge any negative experiences that has held you bound until now. You've got to make a decision to do that. You've got to, you've got to confront it. See, until that farmer's friend helped that evil confront the fact that it was not a chicken, nothing would have happened. Until I decided to confront that fear of public speaking, until I decided to confront that notion that I was a failure, until I decided to challenge the statement that my dad made about me growing up to, to appreciate how much it cost to buy a can of milk, until you challenge those constructs, they're going to remain. So the first thing you do is to make that decision, is to decide that enough is enough. You have to decide that it's time to make a change. You have to decide that you're going to become a better person. You've got to decide that your experiences and what you're going through in life, what you've gone through in life, does not define you. Make that decision. D. The second step is to act on that decision. You see, you can decide all you want, you can wish all you want, but until you take that step, until you decide to act on that decision, nothing is going to happen. A lot of us make decisions. We have great decisions. We write them down, we print them out, we post them out, I'm going to do that. But until you take that first step towards or based on that decision, nothing is going to happen. So after you've decided to confront those limiting beliefs, after you've decided to challenge those social or cultural constructs, after you've decided to challenge those negative experiences, you've got to act on it. Take that step. Take that public speaking class like I did. Decide and act on that. And so it took several tries. There were times that I tried and it didn't quite work over and over again until I started getting comfortable speaking in front of groups. How to act on it. And it's not easy, but you have to be willing to give it all you have. Now, the fact that you take that first step does not mean you're going to be successful automatically. You may falter, but that shouldn't stop you. And that leads to the next letter, which is R. That leads to reinforcing reinforcing yourself against doubt, reinforcing yourself against fear, reinforcing yourself against the negative opinions of others, reinforcing yourselves against the naysayers, reinforcing yourselves against what you see. That in spite of what's happening, in spite of the fact that I still struggle, I'm not going to stop. Reinforce yourself. Reinforce yourself against against what we see and against what we hear. Even in this crisis, there are no jobs and there are layoffs and all of that. You got to reinforce yourself against all that negativity. Reinforce. And the last point I want to share on that is to evolve. That's the letter E, to evolve. How do you evolve? Evolve just simply means learning. It means if, you've, if you try something that doesn't work, you don't stop there. You evolve, you grow, you learn, you figure out another way to do it. And it's not going to be easy. It's a process. And what I'm sharing with you, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. It took me years 
to be able to challenge some of those belief systems. But you don't give up after day one. You don't give up after day two. You don't give up after day three. You don't give up after a month. You don't give up after six months. You continue until you completely radicalize your belief system. And so what defines you? You may have to take a, a piece of paper and, and start making some lists and start asking yourself, what have you bought into? What have you allowed to define you up until this point? And what can you do to change it? You see, unless you're satisfied where you are, unless you're okay, there's a song that, that goes, that says, uh, K sera, sera, whatever will be, will be. The future is not us to see K. Whatever will be, will be. And a lot of people have bought into that mindset. Whatever will be, will be. And so they live their lives at the mercy of wherever the, the winds of life blows them. That's a dangerous place to be. Because if you don't take control of those situations, someone else's decisions is going to, is going to determine that for you. Someone else is going to define, someone else is going to define who you are. Life is going to define who you are. Circumstances are going to define who you are. And that's not what you want for yourself. So you got to evolve. So again, you decide that you're going to change what circumstances, the circumstances, you're going to, you have to decide to change what you're going through. You've got to act on it. Take that first step. I know it's scary. It may be fearful. There may be the voices that tell you that you're not going to be able to make it. But you got to reinforce yourself. Yes, the naysayers are going to give you all the reasons why you can't do it. Yes, the negative voices in your mind, like I did, reminding me over and over again that I was a failure. You got to reinforce yourself against that negative voice. And you got to evolve. You got to learn. You know, there's a saying, experience is the best teacher. No, you don't have to go through that to, to, to learn from it. You can learn from other people's experience. You, you can learn from my experience. You can learn from the story of the ego. You don't have to go through that to be able to learn that. There are so many resources out there. Whatever it takes, evolve, learn. This is the time to do it. And I'm learning. There's no single day goes by without, without learning something. I'm reading, I'm, I'm finding resources, I'm finding articles, I'm, I'm finding everything I can just to keep me going in the right direction. It's not a passive experience. It's an active experience. And so as I bring this teaching or this lesson to a close on this on tonight's edition of Time with Friend, what defines you? What experiences have you allowed to define you? What opinions of others have you allowed to define you? Think about it. Is it going to be that or is it going to be the purpose? Is it going to be who you are? The late Dr. Martin Luther King, in his I Have a Dream speech, said he had a dream that his four little children will not be judged by the color of their skin, but instead by the content of their character. It's intrinsic. It's not extrinsic. It's not based on how much money you have in the bank. It's, it's, it's great. We all want to have quite a bit of money or a lot of money in the bank, but it's not based on that. It's based on who you are because you could lose that money. You could lose your business. You could lose your job. And I pray that it doesn't happen. I'm not saying that it happens, but what I'm saying is that those external things do not define who you are. What defines you is your purpose. 
That's why people go through life, they lose their businesses, they lose their jobs, they lose everything, but they're able to bounce back because they have it in them. It's a mindset. That's ingrained in them. You can take the business, you can take the money, but they have the, they have the ability to replicate it because they have the right belief system, they have the right mindset. What defines you? What are you going to allow to define you? Even as we go through this pandemic, what is going to define you? Is it the fact that you may have lost your job? Is it the fact that the stock market's plummeted so much that you, you've lost all your, all your investments? Is that what's going to define you? Is that what's going to define you? Is it the fact that you may have lost you know, something that's really, really important to you? I, I pray that you found something significant in this lesson that that it leaves you with a little challenge to rethink or to challenge some of those thoughts or belief systems that have held you bound until now. Decide, act, reinforce, and evolve. Decide, act, reinforce, and evolve. Life knocks you down, you get back up, you decide, you act, you reinforce, and evolve. I do hope that you found this lesson impactful, and I do pray that it leaves you a little better than you were when you started watching. Thank you again for watching tonight's edition of Time with Fred, and I'll see you next time. In the meantime, what defines you? Have a good night.